Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dirty Decibels podcast and another special Bandcamp Friday roundtable episode for July of 2022. Had a great time sitting down with the guys again this month. We had some really cool picks that we brought to the table. Our theme for the month was live albums for our one pick, so we had some really cool live records that everybody brought, and uh, it was really fun. So as always, try to reach out and support some of these bands and local artists uh, on Bandcamp directly when you can. Bandcamp Friday is a great day to buy some music, buy some merch. All the proceeds go directly to the artists, and Bandcamp waives their fees. Uh, But in general, always try to uh, reach out and support bands this way anyway. And yeah, without further ado, enjoy this month's episode. Let's start with another Bandcamp Friday episode roundtable discussion for July of 2022. I am Trev Allen, host of the Struggling Artist Podcast. With me is Michael Gratton, host of Punk as Folk YouTube channel, YouTube content creator. Did I say that right? I don't know. Sure. Uh, Chris of that one time at Bandcamp. And as always, that's on hiatus still. <laughs> that's on hiatus, except for these, right? You put these out though. Um, yeah, I think yeah, these ones should be up. Yeah. So, and as always, Jeff Bousquet of Dirty Decibels podcast. Welcome also back, gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back. How are we feeling this month? We're about oh. to we're about to walk into fucking July. It's hot and humid. It's hot here too in Buffalo, man. And I'm half alive. Like I, I went to bed late, later than normal last night. So, so and the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. Seven thirty, eight thirty, and I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Two a.m. Oh man. Yeah. Two a.m. Yeah. I think I am, dude. I think I, I think I went to bed around two, or maybe it was one, and I just couldn't sleep after the whole. Oh yeah. You know. Ugh. I found it. I, it was like a. Ugh, ugh. It was just gross. <laughs> I like turn the light on. I like change the sheets. Like that was gonna do anything, you know. Dogs looking at me like well, I thought it was bedtime. And then she and then she had to get up at six o'clock. So, so I don't know how I, I don't know how much sleep I've gotten, but we're here. We're here. We're doing here. it. We're doing it. Um. So I got to pick this month, right? I got to pick the uh, the thing for this month, and yep, yep. I I went with live albums because we had a live album last month, and I was talking about. I, we kind of had a discussion about how live albums are either hit or miss, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I figured let's 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 um let's all grab one and and we can discuss them and see how it goes. Um, and, and you I then learned, you grabbed three. Ah, uh, were they all? Oh no, two. Sorry, <laughs> two, yeah. you got oh, yeah, you got yeah. two. Yeah, but one Not was three. like live, two. like recorded in a studio live. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it it was cool though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. So. Um, yeah. So who wants to kick off this month? Um, you know, I say you do, I say it's your pick. You kick it. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll <laughs> kick it off. So anyway, ba- uh, bit what Bandcamp is Bandcamp still doing the, the fee waves. Are we, yep. st- yeah, we're still yep. there. So if this is your first time listening to one of our podcasts and you're hearing this for the first time, what we do is we get together every month and we discuss, um, albums, to pick up on Bandcamp for Bandcamp Friday. Bandcamp Friday is a once uh, the first Friday of every month where the uh, 
website Bandcamp waives their fees, their fees, not all the fees, just their fees from artists, so uh, they get more, more dinero. I've been on a dinero kick, like a you know moolah dinero. Not cheese, cheddar. Not Robert. Cheese and cheddar is something completely different where I'm from. That, <laughs> those are drugs, sir. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, all right. So, I'll kick things off. Uh, my first pick is out of Boston. This is the local pick. It's the band Worshipper, and the album is live at some studio. Um, I want to. I don't know even know how I kind of. I think Angel Wood had a post on them. And I was like, let me check out this band because Angela Wood loves New England music, and she does a, she does a lot to promote it. So I said, well, let me let me check this out. Maybe this can be a pick, and it, and it ended up being my pick. This was recorded live in a studio. It's got very eighties metal vibes, like like Iron Maiden Iron Maiden esque vibes. Um, I don't know if anyone else kind of caught that. I I, I was into yeah. it. I don't know how long they've been around. Um, but they, they, they got that sound down and, um, it's, it's cool to, to hear bands that have kind of like an older sound doing newer stuff. So that was why I picked this one. I like this because, so since we talked about this last time we were talking about live albums in that when this isn't a traditional live album without the, the crowd, you know what I mean? But the fact that they went into the studio all plugged in and, and, and started playing, you know, this isn't tracked, this isn't uh, cuts, different, different takes. So that's the thing I really appreciated about it was that how tight the band sounded, you know what I mean? As they played together in this and the production on this too was, was killer to me. I thought it sounded amazing i mean the band just sound the the guitars the bass everything the drums sound so amazing on this uh 80s hair metal is what i hear when you said that is because uh for me i felt a very especially the second song a very strong scorpions vibe like it totally felt like scorpions um but i said yeah this is pretty cool hard stoner rock it's heavy um it's thundering i like it i was uh yeah, I think it's funny you mentioned, like, not sure how long they've been around because I wrote down where the fuck did this band come from? Because <laughs> uh, I love, I mean, I also realized too that, like, Boston's music scene is extremely diverse and I um, self-admittedly am mostly steeped in, like, the punk rock world. So there's a lot of band, like, amazing, wonderfully talented bands in Boston that I've not heard of before. And so it's always a pleasure to hear more yeah i wrote big cosmic rocks dense rock sound um i was really impressed by it uh, i wasn't i don't know i i got more of a at least from the at the beginning like uh like a muse wolf mother type like yeah, I that. um vibes that's like kind of the, the music that i was uh comparing it to but um but yeah no i just i just thought it was cool it's just another another great band that i am kind of curious to dig into a little bit more so thanks for bringing that one, Trev. Yeah. I had down that these guys would be really rad to see live. Like if they play that tight, just plugging in, in a studio, you know, going one shot at it. Like I'm sure they put on a really good live show. I don't know who Scorpions are, um, but yeah, it reminded me of like the metal music my uncles would listen to growing up. Which is a compliment. Like I, yeah, I love yeah. that stuff. I just don't really remember it very much. 
My wife is a huge, huge hair metal and 80s hair metal person. She grew up listening to it when she was a kid. Her brothers were older and that's what they were into at the time in the 80s. So uh, like that's I mean, I hear all that stuff all the time. So I could tell you who's who, what they sound like, whose band is a super group. I need to like dig back into it because that was one of those things you do as a kid. Like you don't actually appreciate the shit that's going on around you. So I just wanted to be as far away from that as I could. There's some good stuff. They were the people in my family listening to the good music. Rocky like a hurricane, Michael. That's the Scorpions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's looking like, uh, and don't quote me on this, but 2015 slash 2016, they've been around. So they're fairly new. I mean, that in, in while well, I mean less than, less than ten years, yeah, yeah, less than ten years. So, um, that's pretty <laughs> cool. That's pretty cool. I, I I thought they would have been around a little bit longer than that, but I guess I was wrong. And uh, yeah, well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed that one. All right, so my second pick, the criteria was live bands, even though the first one was a live band as well. Um, and I, I it, you might call this one low hanging fruit, but. I have tons of reasoning behind it. So I went with off with their heads. Don't tell me how to live. Um, and they specifically say live. Like when he explained what the word it was, it's like, it's not don't tell me how to live. It's live. So, and he makes little puns like that with his records all the time. Um, this album was probably one of, one of two albums that I listened to in 2020 that I was like, wow, like I like live albums. And as I said before, usually I'm not a fan of live albums. Um, you really got, I, for me, I got to hunt for them, but this one was just one that you could feel the chemistry um, right away. You could feel it right away throughout the whole album. Um, you can, you know, and, and if you're not, if you're not familiar with off of their heads, Ryan Young is probably one of the best songwriters out there um, right now. <laughs> and, and, and I think he'll, I think his stuff will, I think he'll be one of the best songwriters of all time, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I had, a, I, when this album came out, I was like, all right, I was going through some shit. Right. So that's how I, I, I always been a fan of off with their heads, but I really connected with them when I was going through some shit, which sucks. Cause it's depressing fucking music, you know? So, <laughs> um, and, and I actually like when this album came out, I heard disappear and I was like, all right, if I can get through the song disappear, I can get through anything. And then they played nightlife live. And I swear to you, I like started crying in my car because I was just like, going, like I said, I was just going through some shit. My dog was in the back seat judging me. Uh, it was, you know, so, um, so I, I think I, like I said, I think this one really, uh, the thing about going to see live music is, is the chemistry you get, like the, you know, the, the vibe you feel from it. And, 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 and you, this translates right into the record. So that's why I picked it. Nice. I wrote down that this is a proper live album. Um, it was high energy. It's passionate rock and roll. It gives me a lot of like, so again, to kind of throw it back in comparison to things it gave me a, a Bruce Springsteen E Street Band feel that kind of high energy rock and roll interaction with the crowd. Um, not the sound of it, but that kind of feel of the music. Um, I said it sounded like a fun show, but there was a couple things I noticed. First, there's a point in there. Did, did they self-reference themselves as the legendary off with their heads? They did, yes, right? They do. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. And then this is the other thing I noticed. 
almost they do this thing they did this thing with their live show that every song almost every song ends with that strike like that guitar strike and that crash a cymbal that bang, you know almost every song and I, I i was like hang on let me go back so i went back and i just start hitting each track and you can hear the song end before that track and everyone goes bang 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 so it's a very grandiose kind of thing typically when you're performing and that's how you're ending it so in my head i could see this as being a, a like you said a very fun energetic show i would be i'd be definitely interested in seeing them live if i had a chance they're really good live yeah 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 they are really good live and they, they do feel have... like it just out of this album i just felt like yeah. i was like oh in there i was in the crowd dude it was awesome yeah, I think that it was, um, I think it's a great live record. I, uh, the, the mix isn't the best. The, the, so you've got like the energy side of things and you've got the production side of things on like every live record. And that's mm -hmm. something I've honed into more now too, like that we've started doing like since last, <laughs> since last episode where like I didn't really pay too much attention to live records before this either. So, um, but yeah, and I think uh, Ryan Young, he's like, a really good songwriter he's also a super nice guy and he's a, like a super passionate guy and like a lot of his music is super depressing to me and i think that it makes it relatable so it's actually listening to it makes you feel less depressed in yeah, a way yeah, which it is, makes is you feel cool. better yeah it makes, um, it makes you feel not alone right it, yeah really yeah he's he's really good about normalizing i think that band has normalized you know uh being honest and like feeling your feelings <laughs> like you're being in touch with your mental health and not not like bottling it up um and and i i super appreciate that from this band and i think any this is a great example of like what it's like to go to one of their live shows and just you know watch them they're super passionate he stops that he stops that one song uh some lady in the crowd like somebody hit so she got hit or something like that and he's mm -hmm. like what the fuck get it the fucker out of here like yeah. stops the show um <laughs> so he says something like so we can go back to changing lives or whatever um yeah they do that like tongue-in-cheek thing a lot which is which is super fun so yeah, yeah it's a good record i, I mm -hmm. you want know, one thing i hate is how much he, he if you like if you listen to his podcast or listen to him like talk about it like he hates his lyrics like he's like i i don't i don't think they're good he's like i whip them together at the last minute and I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> I just want to be like, bullshit. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's just part of, you know, he. I feel like he suffers from um, imposter syndrome, much like a lot of people do. So, yeah. 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 But, yeah, that was my second pick. Michael. So, Trev actually turned me on to Off With Their Heads. And since then, Ryan Young has become, like, like you guys said, he's in my top five favorite songwriters. Um, Clear the air fucking hits me every time. And I think they end the album with it. Um, yeah, I, I guess all I can do is parrot what you guys said. Like, it's super relatable and the lyrics are depressing. But like Jeff said, at the same time, uplifting. Like, I always view it like this dude went through the shit that I'm feeling or have felt. And he's doing this with it. Like, there is a positive at the end, um, or can be, if if you choose that. And the mix, I actually really like the sort of sloppy mix where, because it captures the feeling. I feel like it 
more captures the feeling of being there that excessive crowd noise and the interplay between the crowd and i believe this was recorded in chicago which is like their hometown right um, homish town so yeah where they're legendary yeah absolutely the band sounds they're legendary in my garage too like there's four songs on that <laughs> album they get played here several times a week <laughs> disappear clear the air old man um nightlife probably gets played on a weekly basis yeah. so yeah i i love off with their heads and if you haven't checked them out listen to trev allen and go fucking check them out <laughs> and also check out ryan young's podcast when he's doing it because yeah it's really good too anxious and angry yeah it's a great name for a podcast too it's yeah. a fantastic name yeah so um also to, just to say like when he calls them when he calls them themselves legendary it's very in fun nature like they, he, oh I, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's what i was saying it's awesome like i loved it so all right so my last band and i'm interested to see what you guys think of these guys uh out of seattle washington we have the scoffs um the i picked their three song ep just cause because it was the newest one but everything that, that i've listened from them They've got like a six song EP, I think, or a five or six song EP. Then they're on a compilation album too. Everything they put out, I I I really enjoy. These guys are like they're like, if your scale was Slade and Thin Lizzy on the other end, they're like right there in the middle. It's it's bizarre. I enjoy again. I enjoy hearing um, that classic, as I like to say, sound with with newer bands. Uh, it just goes to show you it's not classic. It's just rock and roll, and people still make that that style of rock and roll or whatever the fuck. Um, and these guys do it well. Their songs are very catchy. Um, I find myself singing along to them. Some, sometimes probably I, I shouldn't be. Uh, we'll, probably, we'll never should be because I can't sing. But like when I'm like bellowing out, they have a song. It's not on this EP, but they have a song... Um, called little blue tyrants and it's one of the most catchy anti-cop songs i've ever heard mm. um it's it's fantastic uh but yeah so i i gave this one i like i said this is their newest release so i wanted to, to bring this one to the to the forefront but you know for for less than 12 dollars, you can get everything they have you know so Six. i highly recommend it i gotta listen to that track that's a great title yeah, I'm gonna check that one out as well. Um, I uh, this is so so. I'm gonna start this by saying, for listeners who are listening for the first time, that we don't always agree on music. So not that there was anything wrong with this music. It has that old school punk sound, like you said, right there in the middle between Slade and Thin Lizzy. It's got a very kind of retro '70s feel to it, um, and it's not bad. It's just. Maybe it's just these songs or these collection of songs didn't connect with me. Do you know what I mean? Like it, I could see why you like it and I can see that I'm not saying it's like, like we've said that before, right? You can hear what and hear something is good. Like I hear that they're good. It's just, it didn't really connect with me. I remember I finished listening to it and I was just like, Oh, let me go back and start again and see like, what, what can I connect to in something in there that's going to pull me in. Um, and not that it's, Again, I feel like I have to keep saying not that it's bad, and I don't have to say that. It's just something that didn't connect with me. I can see how how uh, how you do like it though, and it's it's 
yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that one. It wasn't bad. It's just what it, what I didn't really have much that I I heard with that made me go, wow, this is this is awesome. Let me go check out more. Now, when you said that other track, now I want to check it out just because I know what that song's about. You know what I mean? And maybe maybe that'll be with something that helps me kind of connect. But on these songs, not so much. I um I I liked it myself. I wrote down uh, the lyrical structure. Uh, reminds me of like mis- like mischief brew style existentialism uh some of like the way that he's singing like not the style of music but just like the lyrics his lyrics um uh big classic rock sounds i thought there were killer guitar solos on it um and i really liked like the vocal mix they did like kind of an elvis style slapback on those vocals in there um that's i thought sounded really good and was like pretty well done so yeah i know i was leaning more towards production on this one but like i i I do agree that like, I think it's nice to hear new modern bands, like still doing that sound really well for me. Um, And it's just fun. It's just like kind of fun music to listen to. So I dug it. I thought it was pretty cool. This is the point in the podcast where I apologize for being ill-prepared. I only heard one song off of this album and it was about five minutes before we started this. <laughs> so that's fine. That's it fine. is one I that am means going to get up real early. <laughs> right. I, I did wake up early. Um, it is it. I enjoyed the one song I heard and we'll be returning to it, but I don't really have anything insightful to say. I like that we can all agree that maybe we can get Chris in on this not liking cops thing. <laughs> that, that's his that's that's the thread that'll like bring him into the band <laughs> uh, something we can all agree on yeah i mean they were bad they they sound good like i get i get what it is i don't know what it is that that just couldn't hook me you know what i mean that sometimes you're just kind of like you're trying to find something in it and and it just wasn't there for me that's totally. all yeah. you're still cool i didn't dig into the lyrics on this too hard either self-admittedly you know yeah. I had I had enough time this week to give everything like a, b- a brief perusing. <laughs> nice. All right, who are we doing next? I'll go. I don't care. Um my first pick for hold on a second cuz I don't even remember my picks. Oh, my local pick is Creeping Nun from Toledo, Ohio, and the band is Black Swamp Bloodbath. This is a local band, obviously. That's why it's in the local section. Um, They have like a horror punk slash rockabilly-ish vocal vibe and... I don't know. I had seen them play at a local venue and I dug their music. So I thought they'd be a good fit here. I'm if you're into that, like horror creeper sound creeper, that sounded bad, but (laughs) you guys know what I mean? Like misfits only a little more rockabilly, I would say. That's what they call the shoes. So, I mean, like I could see them wearing those shoes. Creeper creeper fits perfectly. Um, I put that this was, uh, so I liked this. It has this lo-fi feel to the production. Um, and it had this, like you said, this kind of misfits, maybe a little bit of Ramones and even some early AFI in there. It felt like it hot rod horror punk is what I put down. 
because it just has that feel to it. Um, yeah, definitely one that was it's it's fun. It's definitely fun if you're into this kind of stuff. And when I'm in the mood for it, I could see myself putting these guys on. I uh, I thought it was cool how when the record first started, it didn't they have that like kind of funky long intro. Right. And, mm -hmm. and then like so I was expecting something to come that was different. And then when it actually like kicked in, I was like, oh, whoa. Oh, okay. Like they, they, I like that little twist they did at the beginning of it. That was like stuck out to me. Um, I wasn't, I was not a big fan of the mix on this one. Uh, I thought it sounded super muffled. thought the Agreed. drums sounded super muffled. Drums were for um, sure, yeah. And that bummed me out, not because of the, anything to do with the band themselves. It bummed me out because I feel like it doesn't do the band justice. Uh, like, I hate that when like it's a good band and you're like, oh, they, they sound tight and they're talented and like it's actually kind of a cool spooky vibe with this band. Like I wanted I just wanted it to sound better for them, you know? Yeah. Um, so that always bumps me out when that happens. But I totally also can appreciate uh, how difficult and expensive it is to make a record and like bands. I applaud bands for just doing it and getting it done, even if it doesn't sound perfect. So um Definitely not to their detriment, but I was bummed that it was, the mix was weird. Uh, I felt like the vocals were okay, but the drums sounded like super, super dark and muffled. Um, but I thought it was like a cool, like genre bending sound to them overall that I liked. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have anything to say outside of what you guys said. It's, um, I just, I had written down like it's fun, misfit style horror punk. Um, it's cool to hear everyone's, you know, like it's always cool to hear like a new, like a new, like something new to me. That's like that horror pop punk kind of thing going on, you know, um, that's about all I got for you though. Or my, Oh, excuse me. My second pick, um, for the live album. I also went with low hanging fruit for me. I went with the homeless gospel choir this is a protest song it is a live album put out by af records and the homeless gospel choir where derek set up his phone at a bunch of venues and recorded his sets and they pieced it together from those phone audio recordings so it is not great mix but it is i i like the feel of it I mean, the Homeless Gospel Choir has some great songs, but I really enjoyed when I put this record on in my garage, it is like being at a Homeless Gospel Choir show for me, or at least the way I remember them and the way the clips on my phone sound. So it's, I don't know. I just thought it was unique. And I also really don't like live albums generally. So this was a fun twist. Yeah, I've never heard of them. I uh, never heard of Homeless Gospel Choir. So this was my first, you know, exposure to it. I wrote down this is a DIY live recording. I love this. It feels like I'm there in the back of the room. Um, there's a song called Musical Preference. Yes, that's the one that that's that that was it. Once I that, I yep. heard that song, I was like, dude, this is good. And then every song after that, and I just I do love that it was very you know, political. Um, and, and I love that this, the, the lyrics are clever. Um, 
Yeah, I'm a huge fan. So is this is this is this one guy that goes by the name Homeless Gospel Choir or what's? It is. Well, he used to. Yeah, oh, used to. it's okay. a whole band. It's a whole band now. Oh, okay, 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 uh, and they're still going though. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll have. They to, were uh, just to out on them. tour actually yeah. with Bad Cop, Bad Cop. He played oh. in my venue. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so awesome, dude! I have to check these guys out live, dude. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely love this live album. Jeff, you had them on Dirty Decibels too, right? I I did. So yeah, uh, obviously, Michael, this goes without saying. Like we've we've uh, uh, bonded over this already. That uh, Homeless Gospel Choir is like literally one of my favorite bands. Um, I love them. I love Derek. He is. Uh, in in my opinion, an incredibly clever songwriter. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's his whole thing is every song he starts, is like, this is a protest song. Um, yeah. And I didn't realize that they were all recorded sets from his phone because I don't have the record myself. And I, I, you know, was just listening to it on Bandcamp. But uh, the, um, uh, that makes sense as far as like, the, you know, the sound quality of it and whatever. But for if you know him and you know his style and stuff like that, it does it it kind of does fit perfectly for them. They have like always had he's always had this big DIY ethos and like um, it's a great way to piece together a record. And it's a perfect like title for the record with with him and his songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, they they do now play he's like so he now plays with a full band and they're great like I've seen them I've seen him play with the full band twice once at Great Scott which was one of the last shows I ever saw at Great Scott before it closed um and then the second time around they came to my venue and just couldn't have been more awesome to work with um they were all running really late so we didn't have time to sound check do a a full proper sound check for them and he was so cool about everything he was just like dude, don't, don't even worry about it. We'll just like, we'll line check before we go on. We'll just all play an E it's punk rock. It's going to be great. Like, don't even sweat it. Like super nice guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, this, this record totally encapsulates what it's like to go to see one of his shows. He's just got this nice. great, great, great energy live. Um, so if you haven't heard homeless gospel choir, please do go check out and support homeless gospel choir. <laughs> I'm not well-versed. Um, I feel like I should be, where I feel like I feel like uh, the music's right up my alley, um, and I with as far as this album, I did pick up on like I was like, oh, these are these have to be like at different places because it just it sounded different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, I, mm-hmm. I I picked up on that. Um, I'd like to to listen to more. I don't know if this was the the like I've heard like a song here or there, but I don't think this was like the album to be like, all right, this is what's gonna get me into them you know what i mean um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna check out more i because like i said I, I mean on paper the homeless gospel choir is right up my alley so um shouldn't be you know I yeah should be, should be into it yeah all their full regular albums are you know full production band albums and so great <laughs> nice that's awesome uh my last band is my x factor band x factor X Factor is X Iron Sharpens Iron X. Um, so from the name, I'm sure you can guess that this is a straight edge hardcore oh, band X. that has like a blackened, they call it blackened hardcore. I don't listen to metal really. Um, so I don't, 
I don't really understand the whole black metal, death metal, like what that means. But I'm guessing that is where the vocal part comes in. And I just really, I dig the sound of this band and this album. Um, I've been going back through their previous work. It's all very good. Um, There is a very... If you look at the lyrics, there is um, very positive, like affirming vibes that sh- that those straight in edge bands do tend to provide. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, and I really like the Earth Crisis was like a huge influence on me when I was a teenager, and that was the first time I had really heard a band mix that metal and hardcore. And this brought me back to that, that feeling like I wasn't used to the vocals in this song. I wasn't, I'm not used to hearing the shreddy guitar that plays in the song. I'm not used to that uh, kick drum going quite that fast. Uh, So I really dig it. I've been listening to this album a lot. This one another is another one for me where I can recognize the musicianship and the talent and that it sounds how it sounds, you know, uh, but this is definitely not something that I, I would be playing. It's that it's I don't know. And and it may be the vocals. There are times where I, I love hardcore. I love metal. I, I can listen to that. But it's typically when I start getting into like death metal or Swedish death metal and that there are certain times where the vocals go in a certain range that it just kind of turns me off and I'm just like, ah, that's not for me. And it's okay. I mean, it's, again, I can see where it sounds good and, and how it's good for other people. Um, but this one wasn't one that I was like running, running out to, to grab right away. It's funny. It's funny. Like, cause if I heard something that just had that section of vocals, like yeah. I wouldn't be interested at all. It was just, I was willing to deal with it because of the mix. And now right. it's kind of grown on me. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, that's cool too. Then that's how people, you know, you get you get into stuff too. Things grow on you at times. But yeah, um, again, nothing wrong with this. I can hear, technically speaking, and just the the musicianship. This band is tight, and they're, I mean, they're right on top of it. So this is a newer band. How long have these guys been around? This is their second full length. Um, I don't know how long they've been around, honestly. Yeah, I think the first full length is dated like 2019. So. Yeah, it's I mean, again, I can see why it's good. Just not my thing. Here's the funny thing, too. So I was when I was listening to um, these initially when I was writing these notes is I wrote them from Trev to yours, Mike, to then to Jeff's. So I went from this to Jeff's first pick and it was quite it was almost like it was like a it was like whiplash, dude. It was insane. (laughs) You, you got your hands on this uh, or this record early, right, Mike? I've had it. It's not out yet. It, well, actually, the day this comes out, the record comes out. <laughs> I've had it for a month. I That's cool. Sit. How did you how did that happen? Did they, you explain that? And I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> no, Um. they reached out to me and because I had put. Po- I'd made a post about a hardcore band on Instagram or something. And they reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in listening to it. And that's awesome. When I read out to be completely honest, when 
I saw the band's name and the description of black and hardcore. I was like, I'm not going to be into this um, at all. But I listened to it anyways. And like I said, I've been digging the shit out of it for like a month. Nice. I, uh, I only listened to the, yeah, so I wasn't able to, d- to dig into this record. Uh, I was like in my car trying to do this, the Dropbox link and it like wasn't working. And <laughs> I was like trying to drive. And then I was like, uh, damn it. I was like, I guess this is going to have to be the one that I can't, I can't get to. But I did listen to the one single that they had on uh, Bandcamp. And um, it reminded me a little bit of, I don't know if any of you have seen the show Dead to Me on Netflix, but like she just listens to like grindcore, like just, like super dark like hardcore metal shit like in her car mm-hmm. just blasts it and because she just pissed off <laughs> it just reminded me of that um and i could just see myself listening to this like when i'm just fucking livid with something and just need to like sit in my car and just blast this shit and just get pissed um so definitely plan to dive into it <laughs> I, I forgot to mention as well that the album is called The Aftermath of the Tragedy. I guess that was important. Great title. <laughs> yeah. So when I put this on, I was like, did Michael pick this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had to guess? Yeah, because it was very, well, when I turned it on, it was very metalish, And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I, and then it had this hardcore, this hardcore thing to it. And I wrote, because I, I, we all know, I don't, un, I don't understand subgenres of music but i wrote is this metalcore because i didn't i don't i didn't know i don't know what metalcore is i call it metalcore okay yeah. yeah so i i, I, I wrote down they had fan fantastic death metal drums and guitar um it had it definitely had like there's a death metal band called torture killer and it it, it, it kind of gave me vibes about that but then it would like switch into like this hardcore thing um it wasn't bad. Um, you know, I, I think uh, for me personally, the the back and forth between like like the the metal growl and, and then the and then the um, and then like the hardcore growl was like a little. I don't know. I could tell the difference and it was kind of messing with me a little bit. Um, definitely not a bad album, though. I think I think I think Terror releasing their new album like just before I listened to this kind of eased me into it because they have a song on their new one with a dude from Cannibal Corpse. His name's I don't know. I've never listened to Cannibal Corpse, but I think Corpse Grinder Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And so I I guess they kind of like pushed me in this direction now. Now I'm just there. Pretty nice. soon I'm gonna be nice. wearing. He's a convert. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, oh, man. Chris, you're up next. I'll do it. Let's do this. Uh, for my local, uh, it's an act called Velvet Bethany. The album was called Bliss City. This for me, um, the reason I kind of dig it is because it's. So we keep talking about this, right? Like these modern bands, these younger bands, and these up and coming bands that still kind of gravitate to older sounds, and and like just that's their that's what they're doing, right? That's not it's not like a gimmick. It's it's that's they like that sound and they want to write music that way. So this has that kind of early to mid '90s like alternative girl punk like l7 or veruca salt um and i like it so i wrote down there's a there's a lot of high kind of poppy new wave punk energy 
Um, it still has attitude. It has a garage rock sound to it. Um, I love the vocals. Um, they're all at once strong, fragile, and dangerous. And just from beginning to end, to me, I feel like this is kind of a really strong, fun, um, fun album. I, I just kind of really dig it. And, and I just came across them. Uh, see, I saw it. I saw a poster. There was somebody else I saw was playing and they were on it. And so I was like, who is this? Um, and then so I started following and listening to them and thought, you know what, let me bring it to uh, Bandcamp Friday, see what the guys think. I was, uh, I thought this was a really cool, like, um, I, I heard a whole bunch of mixed genres in there. Like, I feel yeah. like it was like, there was almost like some jazzy swing rock vibes in there and then the punk vibes. And then the whole thing had that a like almost like atonal riot girl kind of mm -hmm. punk vocals. Um, and I thought the mixing of those two things was kind of cool. I do. I will say I can only take so much of that vocal style. Um, for me personally, this record after a little while, I, I, that got a little fatiguing the way that she sent like her, her style of, of vocals. Um, because it wasn't just, I think that style of vocals works over just straight up punk, like for a while, but, but with this, the, the different types of like, of like melody and musical sounds that were going on. Um, I found that to get a little grating after a while trying to listen to that. Um, so that was the only thing about it that I didn't like, but I did think it was a, I do think that they have a really interesting sound. It's like a really unique, really cool sound. I, I dug the, like they had really groovy guitars and I dug that. And I, I, I feel like her cadence, her, her cadence in her singing was different in almost every song like way off like way like completely like some usually when someone like their cadence is their cadence right and but she was like i don't know if she was just experimenting with other things but like so i heard like there was a song i was like oh this kind of sounds like debbie harry's like singing singing a song and then the next one was definitely like riot girl style and then there was a song that like her cadence was like fucking Henry Rollins. Like I was like, what is that? Like it was, it was very not. She doesn't sound like Henry Rollins. It's the no, cadence, I know what right? You mean, so, though, yeah. so it was very like 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 to the front, anger, aggressive, vocal. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I I couldn't place it. Like she she just kept going all over the place. So um, definitely cool. It was a cool album to check out. Um, maybe not something that I was gonna like grab and. And, and listen to over and over but it's something there's something for everybody and i think i think this works for people you know so yeah, yeah totally Trev said henry rollins and i was trying to figure out if he meant like black flag rollins band or like spoken word henry no rollins. like 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 rollins band like yeah <clears throat> i agree though that i felt like this album was kind of disjointed is how I would describe it. Like it didn't, I, I don't know. There was a lot going on, but for me, a lot of days that's a positive and I really dug it. Like I loved her voice and I love the musicianship in here. I, I thought this was a really good album. Chris. Sorry. Cool. Cool. I was talking to uh, next, the live one is a band. So this one I only found because I just was searching for live stuff and started listening to a bunch of bands that were live. I didn't want to pick a band I already knew and find a live album. I wanted to see if I could just kind of discover something. And I came across this and I actually, it, 
at first, so I, the way I did it is I'd play a song and then I'd let the next one go through too because I didn't want to just judge it based on that opening song, right? And then decide whether or not I was going to skip and look for something else. This one at first, my initial reaction was almost to kind of skip immediately. Um, and I don't want to, it feels weird to say it, but sometimes there's, if you, if the, a Southern accent, if it's, if it's a certain way, and I don't know what it is, I don't know what area it might be from, it can be kind of grating to me. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. But for some reason, this one's like the, the way this guy's saying slightly had that for a sec and then it didn't. So I'm talking about the band Lee Baines and the glory fires. Uh, the album is live at the Nick. Um, this is straight up Southern rock and roll. I put, it's got high energy full of fiery guitar licks, driving rhythms. Um, but I think the thing that I really liked too is very political and it was very much, um, you know, from a, from a standpoint of like, uh, just as a society, as a whole, everybody really needs to just kind of take a step back and re remember what being human is. Right. And like, we got to stop s separating each other and all that stuff. So, um, I enjoyed listening to the show. It was, it was a really fun show to listen to. And it's definitely a band. I'm going to continue to try to find some stuff on, because like I said, at first I wasn't sure, like I like Southern rock, you know, certain bands, um, even classic rock bands, and this guy at first, or this band at first, I wasn't sure, but um, but man, they 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 sucked me in, and I enjoyed it. Are they from Birmingham? Yeah, Alabama, yeah. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Because you can hear it; it's it's pretty thick, and 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 even though you know the way he talks, and even the way he sings, it's not. Yeah. Sometimes you hear those guys with that accent, and then when they sing, it's it's kind of missing, right? Because they're singing with different kind of uh, enunciation, I guess. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. It's it's if you go on the south like I was when I was down there like I I started picking up on the different dialects like the different yeah. accents and and um where I lived they were really close to Alabama so they had almost like an Alabama draw to it so it was something that I was kind of familiar with you know um yeah. I I dug it sorry I just because I asked where they were from I, I kind of spoke <laughs> out of turn uh, apologies for that um I, I I liked it I did and I and I everything you just said. It's very political, very, very modern with a classic sound. Um, they had like almost like Bob Seger esque guitar playing, like it reminded me of like that, a Bob yeah. Seger songs and and, uh, and I, Bob Seger live even. Um, I, I'm definitely gonna check out more. I want to I want to hear more from them. I'm 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 sold on it. I thought I thought this was really cool. I really want to hear more from them too. I've never heard of them before. Uh, it was it was kind of like uh, gritty, like Americana style rock and roll mixed with punk. It reminded me of like Lucero, Drag the River, like that kind of style stuff. A little bit, a little bit more upbeat than that stuff. But like, well, not Lucero. Lucero's like earlier albums, like definitely were pretty like lively. But um, but like uh, yeah, he 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 sounds to me he sounds like Tim Barry a lot when he's talking on stage. Uh, if you've ever seen Tim Barry play solo he very similar he does a very tim barry does a very similar preachy political kind of like um uh, does a lot of those audibles in between his songs um and that's just what it reminded me of his drawl uh sounded a little bit similar to tim barry to me but yeah i loved the like uh left-wing political lyrics um and and vibe you know message of like the tunes and stuff like that they seemed like really really fun and he he's he's talks a lot about being really passionate about where he's from and like his home and the people that are in the scene down there and stuff like that. So, um, 
I definitely think if you're like they they seem like they're like a really fun local they would be like a really fun hometown band to see like down there um so yeah I, I really want to listen to some of their non-live records <laughs> i'm wondering if this is a new movement because i saw in some of the comments on Bandcamp some uh, a few times mentioning the new south that this is their you know this kind of political movement and these things happening in the south that are trying to change you know some of what history's already kind of marred that area with you know yeah totally interesting so that's what i was gonna say this reminds me a lot of another guy named will hodge who does that southern rock and roll folky americana sound and who is proud to be from the south but like proud of the good things not like the shitty things so yeah i really enjoyed this album it was a great pick going last is super easy yeah you can just piggyback off everybody i love it Uh, all right. Lastly, I picked um, a band uh, or a duo. Um, they're out of Boston. Live and let live, but it's live like the name live. L I V and let L I V live. Uh, it's a duo. These two ladies um, have a kind of Americana folk, bluegrass, countryish thing going with banjo and guitar, uh, and there's a fiddle as well. Um, I just, I mean, I love, I love bluegrass and, and, and that country Americana, if, if done a specific way or done right. And I'm a killer. Uh, I mean, I'm a sucker for killer vocals and killer harmonization. And these two ladies harmonize as beautifully as the banjo and guitar playing together. Do you know what I mean? Like it is just absolutely for me. I just, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. The moment it started playing. And as it ended, I was like, play it again. I probably listened to this three or four times straight in a row. Um, there's like a tenderness to the harmonization and it's perfect, dude. I love it. Um, the second track too, I loved it because it was so haunting and the fiddle was just so good on that track. Um, I can't speak highly enough. This is, this is one that if I'm, if they're ever around, I'm going to be checking out, you know, whenever I'm out to visit Trev and we're going to look to see if they're playing live um, because yeah, live and let live, man. They're good. You can look. <laughs> we're going. Um, I, uh, I agree, Chris, wholeheartedly loved this band. I don't think that you're going to be seeing them live because it looks like oh, on their no. band camp. Well, it looks like on their band camp, they, they didn't do anything after 2017. Oh, um, this came out in 2017 bad. and I was super bummed too, because I, I'm stoked that they're from Boston or that they're from the Boston area. Um, again, love discovering. So thank, thanks for bringing this one to the table. Cause I'm always super stoked when there's like another local band that I've not heard. And this is a totally different genre that, um, you don't hear too much of from around yeah. here. Um, Apparently they're both named Olivia. So that's how they like came up with the the name live and let live. So I think that's super clever. And I wrote down um, beautiful, beautiful harmonies and a beautiful recording. I love the like stripped down acoustic. Uh, they recorded this like in a house yeah. and just them. And I can just totally see, I can totally picture them probably being just there with their instruments and like one large diaphragm condenser mic just, uh, or probably something like that, you know, there's a really great natural, uh, natural reverb and like from the space that they're in that you can hear in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's just beautiful. It's, uh, their harmonies reminded me a little bit of a band from that is from the area from the Cape called the Parkington sisters, but e- this is like even more of a 
you know stripped down like acoustic folk than than they are and uh, uh yeah absolutely loved it i'm i'm glad that you brought it and i'm bummed that it doesn't look like they're doing much right now maybe they're just Let's find out maybe they're Let's just paused for a while but like yeah it looks like nothing after 2017 on the band camp, have, so i don't know hopefully could, we see more you, you can have them come play the backyard chris there we go we'll reunite them <laughs> i uh so chris you sent me this in like under like different circumstances yeah, <laughs> and it, it uh, fucked. It marred. It, it, it marred. It, it marred your thinking. It dude. fucked with me. Uh, it, I mean, it, as far as like, it, it's a fan. They're fantastic. I love bluegrass music. Um, the harmonies were great. It, but can I can I dive into this, Chris? Can I? Yeah, yeah, no. So, go ahead. Tell, so Chris hits me with this random. Well, first, first you have to no, you have to rewind. You have to say why. Like set the setting. You had this idea that you oh, thought would yeah, be amazing. Yeah. All right. So I have this idea of like an evil like for a show right it'll be like an evil revival tent kind of thing and and with coffin salesman at the at the helm of it like i just i just see aria as like this evil preacher guy you know what i mean like <laughs> you, you gotta see your friends in hell man bring, bring <laughs> have your, you seen them no. they're they're from boston all right we gotta bring them next month okay all right, we'll keep all going. Right. <laughs> so and it's just it's just it, and i had this so i had this idea and like that he's like like he's he'd finished the show with this kind of fire and brimstone thing right, right. in the tent with the lighting the little bulbs that are lighting the thing you this whole feel to it right and, and now, so, now now so there's that's the setting so trev had this idea and he told me about it i'm like dude that's awesome you just got to find like yeah, supporting it, acts that'll work like that was someday like that's not anything yeah. you know yeah in, yeah, in yeah. The near future so i i he <laughs> <laughs> so he puts his list up and he like texts me he's like oh man this this band live and let live they would be awesome they would all they would be great as an opener for the evil revival tent and i'm listening to this like these sweet sounding <laughs> bluegrass i'm like i don't get it i don't i don't get where you're coming with this and like i thought like like I know, like I'm hoping Chris was playful with it, but he was like, kind of like bantering with me about it, you know, and I, going back and forth. And I was like, I'm like, I, I, I mean, hey man, I just don't get it. I, I, I appreciate you, you know. I just don't understand it. <laughs> so like, I had this. So like, I'm listening to this whole thing, and I'm like waiting for this moment where it's something where it that, gets spooky. Yeah, and it just never came. So I, so like, I, I was, you know, false pretense that had me. And all messed up with it, but as far as as far as local bluegrass music goes, it doesn't get any better than that. Let's finish the story too, because then I'm listening to all the music this morning again, just in order, right? And as I got to that, and I was listening to the first track, I was like, "What the hell was I thinking?" And I texted Trev, and I'm like, "Dude, I must have been pretty baked when I was listening to it the first time, because I see what you mean. This doesn't really work." No. And then the set, but then the second song kicks in, and that second song is just haunting enough that that's I think that's what kind of gave me that feel. It kind of had a haunting feel to it. I don't know. I was like, man, what did I, <laughs> what did I say? Like you were like sacrificing people. Like if you have <laughs> these guys open up this this event, it, it would not go well. And uh, but like, but as not say like you know, I mean, I think they'd fit right at home at a, at a, at a bluegrass show. I just no, don't. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that I was so yeah. So I was. I had a different look at this band because 
of this album because of that. Like <laughs> I was just like, I don't get it. Like I, I mean, I must yeah. listen to it three or four times trying to figure this out, and I'm like, <laughs> and because like I, I don't know if you if you caught on. I, after a while, I just stopped texting Chris about it because I'm like, I just don't see it, and I, and I don't think <laughs> he's gonna see my what I'm saying, so I'm just gonna stop texting about it. So. Um, but yeah, this is going to end in an argument. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wouldn't have, but yeah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I want to reserve my slot right now for my sermon at the doom revival tent. (laughs) Um, and when I looked up this band, I found an Indian instrumental band. By the same name, so I have no fucking clue. Oh, what you know what? Talking it's, about it's the ampersand. It's the and. It's the ampersand. Yeah, you wrote you wrote deal. and, and it was an ampersand. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it's, it's my fault. They were a little tough to find at first. That's my fault. I thought I we were going in a whole nother direction. <laughs> my hey, site's like, what the hell are they talking about? Save right that, now? save that band that you found, and bring them next month. Yeah, no, because they weren't very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, never mind. I mean, I'm sure they were great. <laughs> but Mike, but... what were you thinking when you thought that was my my pick? Were you like, what the hell's wrong with Chris well, right no, now? No, I I obviously knew I fucked something up. <laughs> I was, and like my headspace, I I was just like, you know what? That's the effort I have to give right now. <laughs> oh man. All right, Jeff. We're right. up on yours. Next month, next month, I am. I'm reserving right now my local pick next month. Trev is your friends in hell. You're gonna, you're gonna nice. love it. Um, local, I so I feel like I also kind of grabbed that low hanging fruit for this one. But anyway, my local pick was uh, this this person, Jesus the dinosaur. Um, uh, it's just a. I just did the the single uh, uh, windowsill, and. Um, I don't have too, too much to say. Um, they played at my venue, but I didn't actually work the show. Um, and I was, but I was bummed about it. I actually want really wanted to work the show. It was, it was Sunday after the Illix. So, um, that wasn't going to happen, but I, uh, it's, it's just cool kind of folk, mellow folk rock vibes. Um, uh, they have a full length record coming out, I believe, uh, soon. I think the, the show was supposed to be the record release party. So I haven't heard like the whole, uh, record yet, but, I know um, a whole bunch of people in that like uh, cohort of folks from Boston. Um, So this person, uh, their name is Tommy and uh, they play also in a band with Chad Stokes um, from Dispatch and State Radio. Um, So um, I toured with Chad like a really long time ago, like 11 years ago with State Radio as a guitar tech. So um, I've always kind of known that group of people and uh they're all you know uh super talented musicians and stuff like that and so uh jesus the dinosaur stuff is kind of similar to chad's solo stuff it's kind of got a mellow um it reminded me specifically of a track on on chad's record called uh rain song and this had very similar vibes to that just kind of that like mellow spacey folk rock um kind of stuff and i dig it i really want to hear the full-length record and hear more from uh from jesus the dinosaur so that's why i chose this one i i uh i i didn't write a lot i didn't have a lot um i think i think it was i was rushing to get yours your picks listened to well i was super late so that's on me um, (laughs) and it was a single and i was like oh i can go back to this and i don't think i ever ended up going back to it uh you know what it gave me um beck beck mellow gold had some like 
folkish rock kind of songs to it. And it, and it, and it, and it, and it I mean, it didn't. It rem, it had reminiscence of that to me. That's what it reminded sure. me of. Um, cool. And I and I really I love that album. That was that's probably the only Beck album I like, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so I I I, I unfortunately didn't um, didn't give it another listen like I wanted to. So I apologize. I like this. Uh, like I said, when I listened to it right after Mike's uh, Black Death Metal, it was a little jarring, but it was chill. Hmm. This is very nice. I wrote that this is very this is lo-fi absolutely love the lyrics great lyrics uh on this song very chill indie folk i said this would be something to have uh, this would be a nice track to have with a cup of coffee first thing in the morning sitting on my deck like listening to the earth wake up right and the birds chirping and that sun's coming up and just put this on and have my cup of coffee loved it absolutely loved it Yeah, yeah i'm definitely checking out more jesus the dinosaur i dug it but i thought it was a little low energy but i guess when i think about it the way chris just described it it's <laughs> fucking perfect for that like yeah. sitting on my back porch yeah. in the sun drinking a cup of coffee yeah yeah um yeah it's cool uh so my second pick uh for our live album pick uh it's this band these wild plains and the record is thrilled to beer here uh live they are uh they're this kind of so my journey to discovering this band is that um some of the members of this band played in another band called the dirty bangs which was a little bit more of a rock and roll like a folk rock and roll kind of thing like a little bit closer to i don't know uh lucero maybe or drag the river like it had a little bit higher energy punk like there was more punk uh, influence on it i if i remember correctly um but they're not really around anymore um they used to kind of play with they had the same manager as tiger uh tigerman woe mm. and so that's how i got into them but these wild plains is a more gritty like americana rock band country rock band and uh i i like this live record i think um it's got the 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 record isn't the best mix in the world but i do think it was like pretty decently recorded and it gives a good uh, representation of like their energy live. I have not seen them live, but it sounds like from this record that it would be really fun to see them live. Mm. Um, there's a lot of low end on this record. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of boomy a little bit. Um, and I think it gets like, there's parts of it that are a little bit muddy, but, um, it, it just listening to it made me feel like, Oh, I think that being there watching them would be really fun. Um, it's not typically like, the style of music that I'm into all the time. Um, but once in a while, like there's a band that does it really well. It's, it's really fun. And I think it's, I think they're a band I would rather see live m- more than probably I would be listening to their records. Um, so I thought it was kind of an interesting pick and, and they are local to the Boston area as well. So yeah, I was going to ask you I, I, if they were local. I, th- I thought that's a lot of it. They were all, all three of my picks were local. That's yeah. Awesome. This time around. <laughs> hey, whatever. That's that's good. It's a deep talent pool you're picking from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, twang, twangy, twangy guitars sound great on live albums. They really do. The vocals on this one seemed a little off to me. I don't know if it was just too low. Like I couldn't, you know what I mean. Um, I dug them. I want to hear more from them. By the second track, I was totally like vibing with the album, which is which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like the first song I had was like, yeah, this is good. Second by the second song, I was just kind of like 
I was just grooving right along to it. Um, I'm going to check out more from them. I was totally, I was, I was into it. Um, which is funny cause you know, I always say I'm not a big country guy. Um, but when you do it right, you can do anything right. I'm going to like it. Right. For right. sure. They definitely do it right. <laughs> I, uh, it's funny cause I wrote this down. I put, um, Trev's quote because Trev, you've said this before, right? When it comes to country, there's people who are like, well, I don't like country but you haven't dug, you haven't tried to find, there's always going to be somebody out there that does it a way that makes you go, hold on. I like this. And it connects. Right. So first, let me just say this. We've also talked about the covers of albums. I love this cover because it's a photograph, but it's a photograph of the stage. And so just the look of it, you can see the color in the sky. It already feels like the sun's getting ready to go down. It feels like I should be sitting in a lawn chair you know, in front of this stage and I don't drink beer, but I feel like I have to be holding a cold beer in my hand. Like I have to. Right. And dude, it's great. It's, it's got a very country rock and roll vibe. I put bluesy, uh, honky tonk guitar work. Um, I said, and I, I love it. This is again, another proper live album where you can hear the crowd. You can hear the reaction after the songs. Um, the band sounds great. And, uh, I mean, anytime the lap steals there, I'm done, I'm done. I'm in. I love it. And it was, this is such a, it's, I, yeah, yeah, they're so good, dude. So good. Chris kind of stole the words out of my mouth, but like, I love, I love a twangy guitar. I love that telly sound like that country rock. I don't really like country music. Like, and I get that we just said, you haven't dug far <laughs> enough, but I, I don't, but I like it. I like it when it's mixed with other stuff. And this just like reminded me of being in a like a shitty bar with that tiny stage and the floor that creaks when it's empty, like mm -hmm. the whole or like I also don't drink, but being in a field somewhere with like a pickup truck and my buddies just those good time like Amera American like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, like that very stereo, stereotypical, like country Americana style, good times. Like I, I really enjoyed this. And then the last song was a cover of a song that I was like, I know I've heard this shit before. It's, but I guess it was like an older country song that apparently I had heard in bars or something when I was a kid, small nice. town Saturday night. I don't know who the original artist was but yeah yeah i feel like it's very important to to disclose that when most people say they don't like country and myself included i don't like country when i say that what i'm very specifically talking about is that i do not like songs about fucking blue jeans and tractors and right. being a conservative uh yeah. white nationalist who loves your small town in whatever the deep south and thinks that you know big cities are the devil like right <laughs> and right. is racist homophobic <laughs> you know uh misogynistic and you know all of the other isms uh because that has somehow evolved in pop country music uh since 9-11 there's a there's yeah. a whole like science and study of how 9-11 was really like the pivot point for like what American country became and it, it's pop country specifically it's the 
freaking Kenny Chesney and Rascal Flats and like <laughs> all, uh, uh, Carrie Underwood and all that kind of crap. It's yeah. it's absolute garbage. And that is very specifically what I'm talking about when I say I don't like country. Yeah. Um, but there is absolutely real, you know, uh, rock and folk influenced country music yes. that is is decent and enjoyable to listen to and and like actually does what it's supposed to like is what it's supposed to be yeah um and so i think these guys are kind of trying to do that thing which yeah is this cool. album was fantastic yeah killer you know so yeah and then uh my last pick was uh so i had i had asked the group if it was cool to bring a band to the table that I know for certain is not really doing anything anymore right now. Although it's a fucking maybe, shame. maybe there's hope, maybe, maybe there's hope in the future. Yeah. This, um, this, this, this four way episode thing is going to make it happen. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to. Uh, they did recently do. So this band is called the Dicks, and they're all obviously a local band from Boston, friends of mine. Um, the the lead singer and songwriter for this band uh jeff demas he had moved away for a while and he is back in the boston area now i have not gotten to hang out with them yet because they did play a show and sort of try to do like a little reunion thing in lowell um a couple weeks ago but i wasn't able to go to it which bummed me out because i was working but um the album is kinetic it's an ep it was the last ep that they put out and I, I personally think Jeff is like one of the best songwriters I've ever known. Um, him and him and my pal Carrie Ann, uh, C.E. Skidmore, they're like neck and neck for me of like two of like the best songwriters that I know. Um, and, and Jeff has this, he writes melodies and guitar riffs that are very classic rock and roll uh, kind of guitarist, but then blends them with punk rock in a, beautiful way we, we we always called the digs punk and roll that's they called themselves punk and roll that was like the kind of uh sub that they went with trev for you who loves sub genres yeah uh, and so uh you know i i love i love this record i think it's some of the best music that he wrote in the throughout the, the course of the band um laces i think is my favorite tune and um yeah it's just they're just such a great band they were so much fun to watch live uh and their songs just get into your head and they're just they're just fantastic so um they still have an active band camp so you can still buy their music um i don't think you can buy it i don't know if you can buy it on physical copies anymore but like we can still reach out and support them if you want um and i just want people to to know them and hear them i think they're just an they, important band from are. boston's history yeah. so <laughs> one of the coolest things when um when getpunk.com started the record club a few years back Shit, I want to say it was like 2016 when they started it. Um, so it's been, you know, several years now. One of the coolest things was that I always felt like I was like in this like exclusive club where we're going to find like the best Boston bands of all time. And the Digs, um, my introduction to them was their album Manic. Um, and it's awesome. I have it on vinyl. So it, the, yep. fa- the fact that I have a vinyl copy of it too makes me happy. Um, especially if they don't have anything else like that's physical anymore, you know what I mean? Uh, if you could take these guys and if, if this was the nineties, they, they would call this, this would be one of the best rock alternative bands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got these like killer hard rock guitars at times and, and then, but then like they'll change up. They have like, they have like a soft song on there too. 
Like that was very that was very nineties, right? Where you would have this hard ass album with like one or two of these like like really like softer songs mixed into it, you know, that kind of break up the album. Um I think it was I think the track ordering on this was very very strategic. Uh and and, and you're gonna be hooked at it hooked on it from the very beginning. Um and and is Jeff the singer? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Davis, his, yeah. His, his voice sticks out to me. It always has. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm my only real, real dive into them is mannequin than this, but like it's, it's, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a band where you listen to them again. And it was like, did they just come out at, at a time where, where like if it was 20 years ago, it would, it would just, they would have all this money just thrown at them, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought the digs to the round table. Yeah, dude, I put, um, this driving rock and roll head bobbing swagger attitude killer production feels like alternative nineties punk. Um, love the last song. Uh, who are these guys? That's what I wrote. And, and uh, yeah, hello. So how long have they been around or have they not been around now? Well, so Steve, the drummer was at the Elix. Um, I don't know if you guys met him. He is, he re- used to run Ocelot records, which is like yeah, those he, hoodies that, that oh, a bunch of us hoodies. had. Yeah, yeah. Becky had one on and I had mine on. And I think one more, Steve probably had his on. Uh, yeah, there was so, a few people with those, yeah. Yeah. So Steve, Steve's band is Taken by Vultures. He was the drummer from Taken okay, by Vultures. Okay, okay. So the digs was him on drums and they're a three piece, um, which is, which was also awesome because they put on, they were one of those three pieces that rocked it live. Like yeah. you weren't missing anything. They, they filled the sound, like they put, they had the energy, nice. like they were still so enjoyable to see as a three piece. You didn't, you weren't missing anything without having like another guitar player or whatever. Jeff, Jeff was great. Um, yeah. So it was uh, Jeff Demas and Steve Knowles and then um, Andrew Deducis, who was not there, but, uh, he wasn't at the Elix, but he was the uh, bass player. And so. and when did they so when did they split up or when did they stop being the Digs? They they kind of called it quits. I want to say not too long after Kinetic came out. So uh, maybe that was 2018, 20, yeah, So a few years now, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, struggling ours podcast will will reunite them. Yeah, let's 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 bring back the Digs. Yeah, make some t-shirts. Bring back the digs. I I hope, I hope they get back together because this band in this album is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was a little bummed when I found out that they weren't making any new music for me to hear. Yeah, and I like the cover too. The the artwork's awesome. Yes, they've they've had great artwork on all of their all of their records. I think they've had Doug McCormick do some of it. local artist who's fantastic so awesome yeah got to bring him back let's we do should. it yeah we got to let's get him on the pod let's get him on everyone's podcast definitely yeah. no they're, they're no they're really good and and again i'm i'm pumped that uh you brought into this if i could go back with with the with this record club cuz i i was like one of i was a i was there from the very beginning and all the good bands that i was like man these guys are gonna be huge these guys are gonna, you know what i mean that just that for whatever re- like 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 choke up was another band like i fucking love them and and they're not i i think they're doing like i think they're getting back together for something like a couple shows or something but 
Um, yeah, no, the digs always stuck out. That was one. That was an album that always stuck out when I when I got it. I was like, yeah, this is this is really good stuff. So sweet. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it, right? That's everybody's picks. That's it. That's July in the books. That's July in the books. Another one down. In Chris, the books, baby. Chris, take us out of here. Oh, man, let's get out of here then. So um, listen for podcasts that I do. Let's see. History Creeps, Tube Time, Silence Your Phones, Out of the Shadows. I've also got some YouTube content that's coming. I've also got some special projects in the works. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm stoked, man. I'm going to be busy for the rest of this year, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So look for it. Uh, you can also find the network website, BICBP-radio.com. You'll find a whole slew of other podcasts to check out as well. Uh, Mike? Oh, me? Uh, uh, you can check out my website where there's nothing happening currently. Every month he's like, oh, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I forget that I'm involved. Um, my YouTube channel where there's also nothing happening currently. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And my Instagram at Punk A Folk. That's about it. Uh, you can check out Dirty Decibels podcast at uh, dirtydecibelscast.com or anchor uh, anchor.fm slash dirty decibels um, or on Instagram at dirty dbcast. And uh, we're on a bit of a hiatus still, so stay tuned for more, more things coming soon. And I am Trev, host of the Struggling Artist Podcast. Uh, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts um, if, you, if you care to, to listen. And uh, podcast TSA on most socials. So, all right. I guess that's it. We're out of here. Enjoy. uh, See ya. Enjoy the month. We'll talk to you guys again. See you soon. Uh